morning, Rabbi Isai. Sunday morning, Yom Aleph, Parshas, Vayikra. And uh, we're getting closer to Purim, and therefore this week is going to be the last week of learning the Inyanum of Tefillin, of Hanukkah Tefillin. And then we're going to wrap it up. With this, we'll wrap it up. No pun intended, of course. But... Uh, this is going to be the last week we've spent many, many weeks learning various halachas of Anachas film, and maybe we could even come back to it sometime in the future. There are other, in Yonam, which we never even got to, where exactly had a place to film the Shoyad, the Shoroish, about Chatzitza, and if a person has hair, you know, a lot of hair, or other Chatzitzas, a cast or a bandit, all, there's so many different questions to discuss, discuss about the practical application of Anachas film, but we're going to move on for now. We'll just have this last discussion, which is a uh, very, very interesting topic. Regarding which arm does one place tefillin? Um, name, the question is obviously mostly with people who are lefties, or somewhat lefties. They use their left arm for some purpose, or we'll see to what extent. But basically, that's, where, that's the question. A very interesting Gemara over here, which we'll see, and to discuss... The Shaila, and I, and, and I don't mean to disappoint anybody, but I don't know if we're really going to have a, a clear halakha conclusion. We'll just see what the different options are. And the truth is that really a, a rub has to be consulted for, for anyone who really has this question, the Maisa, because there are various opinions. And I don't believe that every rub will give you the same answer. I mean, even halakha the Maisa, different people have different, uh, I guess, messages of what they feel is the, is the, is the, uh, Maisa. And therefore, we'll just see what the different opinions are, different ways to go. And we'll see where it comes from. What's the question? Why is it that there are different opinions over here? So let's see a very interesting Gemara in Menachem Saflam and Vavim and Base. The Gemara says like this. So we're going to have to see a couple. It's not a, it's not a complicated Gemara, but we'll have to see a couple of lines in the Gemara over here uh, to see the different opinions. The Gemara says in Saflam and Vavim and Base of Menachem Tanur It's three lines from the bottom of the oven. Tanur Abanan. Yodcha Zusmar. Now. Where does it say, Bechal in the Torah, to put the tefillin on your arm? It says, Akshartim lois al yodecha, put it on your arm. It doesn't say which one, it just says, put it on your arm. So the Gemara says, what does yodcha mean? When it says, Akshartim lois al yodecha, which arm is it referring to? You have two options. The person has two arms. The Gemara says, yodcha zusma, so let's assume that it means the left arm. So the Gemara says, well, 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 who says? Atoy mismar, by eme eliyimin. How do you know it means smar? Hamad loimar, because the Pasuk says like this. The Pasuk says, this is a pasuk in Yeshaya. Af yodi yosta aretz v'yimini tafcha shabayim. My arm, my hand. Kaviyach, obviously, this is only uh, figurative. Kaviyach, well, David doesn't have an arm. But yodi yosta aretz, my arm established the world, the, the ground. V'yimini, and my right hand, tafcha shabayim, is what created the shabayim. So, if you see the pasuk says, you have an arm and the yamin, so obviously, when it says plain arm, it means smile, because... The right hand is always referred to as Yemin. And if you say Yad without saying Yemin, then you're referring to the left hand. Another Pasuk, Yevaraya, Yod, Yod, Tisha, Tishlachna. This, I think, is by sister, right? Yeah. This is Yosef, Layaseh, Tishlachna, Viemina, Le, Halmois, Amelin. So again, you see the Pasuk says Yod, her hand, and then Yemina, her right hand. So obviously, the Yad is referring to the left hand. Which is a pasuk in Tehillim. Why do you hold back your yad? 
Mikerev, Chekeres, again, you have Yad and Yemen, so therefore Yad is Smut. Now, let's see the next, move on to the next page, Lamadayin, Amaral, Rabbi Yaisi HaKerem Oimer, Rabbi Yaisi HaKerem disagrees with this notion. He says, hey, one second, Motinu Yemen, Shenikur Yad. He says, one second, I found a place where it says Yad, and I know it's referring to the to the right hand. Shenemar, Pasuk in Chumash, Vayar Yosef, Kiyoshis Oviv, Yad Yemina, Vayafar Menashe. He says that Yosef saw that Yaakov put Yad Yeminoi. So you see, it says the word Yad, and it means Yemin because it says Yeminoi. So Yad Yeminoi. So you see that the word, when the Pasuk says Yad, it could mean right. It doesn't necessarily mean the left. So the Gemara says, hold on one second. There's no right from there, but the original Mandamar replies to that, no. Yad Yeminoi Ikri Ikri. Yad Samal Ikri. Yes, the Torah goes ahead and says Yad Yeminoi. It describes it as Yemin. Meaning that when it says plain Yad, it means smut. Oh, I found the word Yad that says Yemin. Of course, that's what the Torah had to tell you, Yad Yemin. If it wouldn't have said Yad Yemin, it only would have said Yad, then by default it would go to smut. So again, when the Torah says, it means smut. Rabbi Yaisi said, no, Yad Yemin. You see from there, the Torah is trying to describe to you what Yad is. Not only in this specific case where it actually said Yemin, rather it's a Giloy, that every time it says Yad, it means the right hand. Just parenthetically, a very interesting Machlikas Rashi and Tesis over here. Who was Rabbi Yesi What does it mean he was Hachirim? What does Hachirim mean? Yeah, like Rabbi Yesi HaSamler was a, described the trade that he had. If you look in the top Rashi, Rabbi Yesi HaChirim Rashi says, Chaytamay Meshuka, Kedahamin Mebechiris Charim, Zesh Chaytamay Meshuka. Charm is one of the mumen that you find, and that Rashi describes. It means his, that the nose of the of the animal or the person is sunken in. So Rabbi his nose was sunken in. They called him Rabbi Yosi Achayrim. Sounds funny, no? The Gemara calls the Gemara calls him Rabbi Yosi Achayrim because his nose is sunken in. What? Oh, an insult. The Gemara. You tell me that people called him that and it was inappropriate as well. But the Gemara should call him that. The Gemara calls me. Calls him an insulting title. So look at the Taisis, the top Taisis of Yosi Achayrim. Look, Taisis. Pirish Bukuntis, Chaytame Haya, Shakua, Kein Charm, the Bechiris, Vetemohu, Loyma Shekino, Velash and Ganai. The Gemara calls him a derogatory t- term. Ella, Ashem Mekayrin, Mekayrin, Nekirkin. So Taisis, no. Doesn't mean his nose was sunk. There was a place that was called Chayrim, and that was, that's why he was called Yosi Achayrim. It's a Pele. How does Rashi, how do I understand Rashi? That he called him a name. The Gemara, the Mishnah says, that Mechan Hashem Ral Chavere is in the Chelkamava. Well, somebody, uh, a name which has a uh, negative connotation, it's a terrible thing. I'm just interesting, Machlaikis Rashi taste. But basically, back to the Gemara, there's a Machlaikis when the Tazak says, Akshatim Lois Ayodecha, is referring to the right hand or to the left. Reb Nasan Oimer, You do not need all these psukim to show you that Yodcha means left hand. How do I know that? You put your tool on your left hand, Kshatim Moise Al Yodecha means the left hand. I'll tell you how I know. Hareyu Oimer Okshartem Okshaftem. Mak Sivo Biyamin, Af Kshiro Biyamin. Let's just go back to the passage for a minute. It says, Kshartem Loise Al Yodecha, Vahoyu Lutaytafoy Spinein Echo. So that's Tfilin. Okshaftem Al Mazuze Spesach Vishorecha. And then, at the end, the next, the following passage is, you should write Tfilin, uh, not Tfilin, Mazuzah. Okshaftem Al Mazuze Spesach we should actually put it up on the doorpost. Now, Zotte Gemara, we learn out Imamati. We learn out like a hackish. Hareyu Oimer, Uksartem, Uksaftam. One Pasuk says Uksartem, the next Pasuk says Uksaftam. 
The same way the halacha is, when you write a mezuzah, or really any sefer kodesh, you have to write it, halacha is a sefer, has to write b'yamin. So too, when you tie your tefillin, you have to tie it with your right hand. So, just practically speaking, when you tie your tefillin, you can't tie it on the arm that you're putting it. Imagine if you were putting your tefillin on your left arm and you're trying to tie it with your left arm. It's, it's impossible, right? And the Torah is recognizing this. So if the Torah says you have to tie it with your right hand, we learned that out from Ksiva, by default comes out that where's the tefillin? On your left arm. So, Kshayat Abhaksaftim says, and why is the tefillin on the left arm? Not because yadecha means right, yadecha means left, because there's a hekash of shakta machsavtem, so you have to tie it with the right. If you tie it with the right, comes out, it's on the left, that is the makar, tefillin goes on the left hand. Because Rabbi Yosi understood that the word yadcha did not mean left automatically. So how does he know that you have to put tefillin on the left? He learned it out from just like Rimnasin also learned it out from Okshartim Bhaksaftim. Now, excuse me. The Gemara brings another excuse me. The Gemara brings over here another Pasuk to learn out that Tulin goes on your left hand. Rav Ashi Omar Miyotcha. We learn it out from the word Yotcha. It says Okshartim Loois. Al Yodecha. You know how it's spelled in the Torah? Yud, Dalid, Chav, Hey. Which is an interesting spelling. Usually Yodecha is spelled, is spelled Yud, Dalid, Chav. Yodecha. Yodecha. Shaitan Al Yodecha. Correct. Shaitan Al Yodecha. So Yodecha is spelled over here. You have to look at the Ksiv. Yud, Dalid, Chav, Hey. The Grashi, Ksiv, Behei. Dr. Gemara, Ksiv, Behei. It says it with the Hey, which is unusual. Keha. What does that mean? The word keha means weak, right? Keha means weak. What does that mean? So Rashi explains, if you look on the side, Rashi, miyotcha behei. Rashi says, it's the second narrow line of Rashi, the Ramasal miyotcha behei, midichsiv behei, keha mashma, lush in the keha. Now we know the cloud is indicative when you have a hey at the end of the word. That makes the word a lush in the cave, right? The hay at the end of the word is always lush in the cave. So, mi right? Or, uh, what other words we use as an example? Uh, shivcha, that's right, that's a, that's a, a, a noun. Words that have a hay at the end is always lush in the cave. So, yodcha is, what's this extra hay? Really, yodcha is a lush in the zacher. The term puts an extra hay to make it look as if the word is a lush in the cave. So Grashi, because a Nekeva is weaker than a man. A female is always weaker than a male. So that's how the Torah is telling you that Keya means you put it on your weaker arm. And the fact that the by virtue of the fact that the Torah expressed it in a Lush and Nekeva by putting the hay into the word, it means weaker. Or the second Shairashi system, which is maybe more well known, Yodcha Yad Keya Am that The word Keya itself means weak. It means weak. Not that the word is Lush and Nekeva, and that's why it means weak. The word Keya means Shvach, am Rashi describes it. It means weak without strength. So the bottom line is, whichever pshat you learn in Rashi means, you put it on the weaker arm. Oh, now, so let's skip in the Gemara now to the next hand, where the Gemara says as follows. Tanur Rabbanon, iter meniach tefillin b'yeminoi shahus moili. 
No, no, we're on the same page still. We didn't turn anywhere. We're on the same page. The Gemara says an iter. What's an iter? Iter is a lefty. A lefty, miniach tefillin biyaminoi, on his right hand, shehu smaila. Why? Because his right hand is his smaila, meaning it's his weaker hand. His right hand is his weaker hand. So a lefty, everybody else puts tefillin, we Joseph in the Gemara, on his left hand. Lefty does it the other way around. He puts his tefillin on his right hand. Fred the Gemara of Tanya. I found the Bryce that says, This Bryce is clear. He puts it on his left hand, which is the left hand of everybody else, meaning he does no different than everybody else. The same way everybody puts the on the left, so too the lefty puts the on the left. The Gemara, no. That's referring to somebody, he's not a real lefty. He uses both his hands, what we call in English ambidextrous, right? You use both hands or one of your hands? Different things. Okay, so let's get to the different things in a minute. We'll see the different types of malachas that you can do with one of the two hands. But the Gemara says, if a person uses both hands equally, which there are some people like it, they can write with two hands, they can throw with two hands, they can do everything with two hands. Then, you're considered a righty. You're considered a righty. Again, someone who writes, who does everything with his right hand is a righty. Someone does everything with his left hand, he's a lefty, he puts on the the opposite way. Let's say someone could do everything with both hands, so then... He reverts back to the uh, status quo of most people, which is a righty, and he puts film on the left hand. Okay? It's always in the term we view someone who's right-handed as sort of as a status quo, and the left is considered sort of, at, sort of out of the ordinary. Even statistically, there are fewer people who are lefties than righties. But the term always addresses it as a, you know, at, to, to the rave of the people who are righties. Now, let's see, turn the page to the rush. We'll see that there's a big shiloh over here based on this Gemara that we just saw. The Rosh is over here in Simen. It's in Alachas Katanas of which is in the back of the Masechta Menachas. It's in Simen Yurches. You look in the first column, in the middle here it starts, V'odom HaKaisev V'smod. The Rosh reads as follows, V'odom HaKaisev V'smod. Let's say somebody writes with his left hand, So we spoke about Excuse me, we spoke about righties, we spoke about lefties. Let's say a person does some and some. Some things he does with one hand, other things he does with the other hand. Now he's stuck, what's he going to do with his film? But other person he writes with his left hand, but basically all the other malachas that he does, let's say the opposite way around. He writes with his right hand. The other malachas, all the other malachas, he eats, he throws, he catches with his left hand. This is the rule. He says you have to determine which arm is stronger, which one is weaker. Why? Because that's what the Gemara says. The reason why you put the tefillin on the left arm is because it says the weaker arm. So each person, case by case basis, which arm is weaker? You have to determine that. So, even if he says, even if a person writes left him with his right hand, his left arm may be stronger because he does everything else with his left arm. So, basically, just by counting up the amount of malach that he does with the right hand and the amount that he does with the left hand, it would appear that his left hand is stronger because, let's say, a person only writes with the right and everything else does with the left. It would seem in Asecha that his left arm is stronger. The only thing he can do with his right hand is Ksiva, nothing else. So, the Rosh, Yad Keya, the right hand is weaker, so then he would put Phil on the right hand. And the same would, would hold true, the opposite as well. If he wrote with his left hand, everything else he did with his right hand, his right hand is the stronger arm, he puts the film on his left hand. But you see 
that the Rosh is saying, we're not concerned with which hand he writes with. So obviously he's trying to make an illusion over here. There's an obvious uh, uh, point that he's trying to make that some hold that Ksiva is more important than other malachas. There's something special about Ksiva, different than throwing and catching and eating or other malachas that you may do. So if you look on the facing page over here, which is from the Marchai, and it's over here on the same Gemara, Mr. Rosenberg is on page Membez. It says, the Marchai brings as follows, Shoal Rebelchonon es Haraf Ovim. I think that's Rabbeinu Peretz. He asked him, Misha Itil in Yiksiva Levad, Olashar Molochis, Bein Biyad, Bein Beregel. Who mentioned this yesterday? Something about walking. Someone mentioned this to me yesterday. That was you? Oh, Yehuda. So that's, you made me think of this, uh, Marchai. He, he throws in something extra over here. Just, Eric Agav. Maybe we'll come back to it at the end. A story that you the told me yesterday. It says, He's only a lefty for writing. He writes with his left hand. And Mr. Rosenberg told me something before, which anyone, if you know uh, older people, this was a very commonplace in Europe. That in Europe, people that wrote with the left hand was considered a mum. And any teacher in school that saw a kid writing with the left hand, what happened to the kid? He got a patch. Okay, today... I don't believe uh, the world of Chinuch would condone this type of uh, behavior. But that's the way it was. It was considered like you were doing, you were doing something wrong. You couldn't write with your left hand, and they would force you to write with your right hand. And it would hurt, and you couldn't write, and it wouldn't come out legible. It didn't make a difference. You had to write with your right hand. Ksiva was always treated differently than everything else. And it was considered, if you want to be a proper gentleman and be a decent human being, you had to write with your right hand. Maybe that's how this came to be, that people wrote with one hand and did other things with the other. But... Even, I think, naturally, there are people who are born that way that they can do different things with different hands. Now, so he asked him, only for Ksiva he writes with his left hand. He's considered, he's an editor. For everything else, even with his foot, he uses his right, his right foot. What does that mean? Soccer? I don't know. But it means that he uses his right foot, his, both his right arm and his right leg. Uh, those are dominant. Besides for Ksiva. Uh, 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 maybe that, okay, okay, good point. Let's try to get back to that at the end. Over here, there is such a mash that you should use the hand of Ksiva. Why? What did the Gemara say? How do you know what the other man that Omar said in the Gemara? How do you know Tzvillin goes on the you put it on the weaker arm. But the other Ma'adam in the Gemara said, no, that's not how you know it. You know it from Uchshartam Uchsavtam. You have to put Tfilin on which arm? The arm that you're not tying it with. I mean, you, it gets placed on one arm, and you're tying it with the other arm. Which hand do you tie it with? The same hand that you write Tfilin with. That you write Mezuzah with, actually. Now, what, do you, what does that mean? It should depend on the hand that you use for writing. Specifically writing. Now, you would put film on the opposite arm. If you write with your right hand, you would put film on the left. You write with your left, you put it on the right. Based on that, Shan the Gemara. But again, the Marchai says no. Or maybe no. You have to go to the main, uh, what you use mainly, that's considered your right hand. Which is not care. Meaning the one which is care, which is weak, that's considered left. The Heshiv. 
says if you write with one hand and you do everything else with your left hand, basically you're considered like a right because you're considered like ambidextrous, like you're showed b'shteyodav, and therefore you would put tefillin on your left hand. And the truth is, later on, he actually seems to to go back on what he said over here and to be chayzer. If you look at the same paragraph, four lines before the end of the paragraph, he writes, umiyunir l'ratz, actually it's not, the rath does not go back. This is Rabbeinu, uh, Rabbeinu Tzamach, the be'ikr koyach talya milsa, that at the end of the day, it's totally in Ikakayach, which means it depends which arm is stronger for most things, which means he would align with the Rosh. Now, let's move on. I don't want to get too bogged down. Let's see where this comes from, where the other side starts to gain some momentum. If you look in the tour, the tour only brings one opinion. He only brings one opinion. He doesn't bring two opinions. And we'll see, he does not bring the opinion of the Rosh, his father. He brings the opposite opinion, which is interesting. He doesn't even bring, his, bring the Rosh. If you look in the tour, it's over here, Erechaim, Simen, Chavzayim, Sif, Vav. Page Kofiud Ches, the tour, right in the middle, says as follows. Somebody who is a lefty, what should he do? He puts on his left, which comes out to be the right arm. Now, which is one of the Balitaisis. Only if he does all the malach with his left hand and he writes with his right hand. I'm sorry, if he does all his malachah with his left hand, entirely everything he does with his left hand, then he's considered a lefty. But if he writes with his right hand, then he's considered like everybody else who's a righty. Why? Because he does with his right hand. So, so long as he does writing with his right hand, he's considered a righty. Now, they're stating the tour in the name of Rabbeinu Yechiel Min Paris. And that's it. No more, he doesn't bring two opinions. There's only, two, there's only one opinion that points to the Torah. The Torah says, you pass him that what's a lefty? A lefty means someone who writes with his left hand. If you write with your right hand, ah, you do everything else with your left hand, your left hand is stronger, doesn't make a difference, says the Torah. You go with Ksiva. If you look in the Beis Yosef, which I'm not, I won't go through the whole Beis Yosef now, you'll see he says this is based on the two opinions of the Gemara. You have one opinion in the Gemara that says that it's learned out from Ya'akeya. The other opinion in the Gemara says that you learn out left from the reason why you put one on your left hand is because it's learned out from Makshat and Makshatam, which would suggests that everything has to do with ksiva, and all the other malachas are not relevant to the halacha of which arm you would use for anachas tzilin. If you look in the Shulchan Aruch over here, on the facing page, Shulchan Aruch, Simen, Chavzayin, Sif, Vav, it's on page Kuf Nun Vav, page Kuf Nun Vav, the next page, it's facing, you'll see that the Machaber brings both opinions. He brings as follows. Ita Yad so the guy does everything with his left arm, it's easy. He's considered a lefty. He's going to put film on his right arm. That's his left arm. If a person can do everything equally with both arms, then we say he reverts back to being like a regular person. Or the other way around. He writes with his left hand. And everything else he does with his right hand. Some say, You should put your arm, your tefillin on the arm which is weaker. And some say, No. The way you determine right is not by which arm you use for most malachas, rather, Yad Shekoisibah, Hi Chashuv Yemin Le'inyan Zeh, 
biyad shekenegda. So you see which arm do you write with, and you put tefillin on the opposite arm. Zok and this is the minig like the second opinion brought in the Shokhanar. So for us, we have, first of all, even the truth is, even for Svaradim, the cloud is when the Machaba brings two opinions, generally we pass them like the second one. When he brings two, we pass them like the second one. And the Ramah himself certainly says, we pass them like the second opinion. Okay, so it should be a closed book. Everything should depend only on Siva. That's what it would seem like. So there's two problems. Number one, we'll see that the Grah says not like that. And many Akhrenim are very concerned that the Grah did not go with, this, with the second opinion. That's number one. And number two, we'll see that I just presented two opinions. The Bach, which the Allah is going to quote as well, develops a third opinion over here, which we didn't mention yet. We'll get to it in a minute. So which makes things, instead of having two options, we're suddenly going to have three options. So once you have three options, it becomes, it becomes more choices on the table as to what the Halakha should be. You look on, I didn't go through the whole grow over here because it, he goes through the whole sugi back and forth. It's a little, it's a little bit intricate. But if you just look at the bottom line of the grow, it's on the same page of the Shulchan Aruch, all the way to the bottom of the BR grow. There's a little hand that points. You look at the fourth word, the Balabachi came, Ikka Kinitzka, El Chaint, Svar Rishayna, Ikka. The grow happens to hold that the Svar Rishayna, not going to get into why, because he goes through with the whole Cheshben. But the first opinion of the, of the Shulchan Aruch, which means that depending on which arm is the stronger arm, meaning the arm that you would eat with or throw with or do uh, any labor with, that's considered the strong arm, and that's how you determine what's right and what's left, not with Siva. So that's the opinion of the Grah. And if you turn the page, you'll see also on the next page, the Arach HaShulchan, which is obviously from the greatest Paiskin that we had, that we follow of the last, uh, you know, 100, 150 years. And Sifkat and Tezayin, he brings this whole Machleikis. And if you look on the second page of the Arach HaShulchan, which is page Chavches of the Arach HaShulchan, on the, on the facing page, page Chavches. Now look right there on, the, on that page. On the top. No, no, no. You turn. Go back. No, no. Back, back, back. <laughs> We're not sure which one is right, which one is left. That's what it is. <laughs> so it says over here on the top, he brings Yeshev Shachanach HaKsiv, Vishim Dasev Shachim Mursat, Vayat Shekhoisev Ahiyah Yemin, Vuminyach Vacharis, Vahayikir Ladino Kadei Rishayin. He says the main halacha is like Kadei Rishayin. If you look in the brackets, he writes, who's that? That's he's bringing the grove. He has a ride from the Gemara later that this drush of Akshatim we don't pass him like that. It's brutal. There's another opinion in the Gemara that that's a Makar. But essentially, the halacha is that the real source for which arm you put Tfilin on is from the Pasuk of Yad Kea. And therefore, he goes with the Grah that you pass him like the Rishonah. So basically, we still have, uh, you know, there are still two opinions here on, on, uh, on the playing field. We don't have a clear halacha. We have the Ramah that says, Hachinog, that you go baser ksiva, but you have the Grah, you see the Archa Shulchan follows him as well, that says, we go baser the main kaya. So if you turn back for a minute now, now we got to turn back to Mr. Rosenberg. We turn back to the tour, which is page Kofiyot Ches in the tour. Right, you got it. You're in the right place. Look in the Bach, which is the inner margin of the page. At the top of the page, it says, Ois Beis, No, no, no. The top of the page, Kofi page Kofi Yuches, that's at the top of the page. No. Top of the page on the right side, No, no, no. The margin. There you go, you have it. Now, Zok the Bach has found. He says, I have to be medayik in the words of the Torah. What did the Torah say? The Torah said, Rabbi Yechimi Pari said, 
Dafka kasha isa komalachta bismoil. When do you, when do you consider somebody a righty, a lefty, I'm sorry, he says if he did everything with his left arm. Avamu kaisiv biyaminai, if he writes with his right arm, then he's not a lefty anymore. That's what he said. If he writes with his right arm, he's not a lefty. Now, Zaktatur, the back, let's be medayik here for me. Ikalamedak delishni. The havale lameymar, avol em enoi oise komalachta bismoiloi. What would be the opposite of saying, he writes, then you're a lefty. And when you're not a lefty, he should have said, if you don't do all your malacha with the left hand. He didn't say that. He didn't say, you do do all your malacha or you don't do all the malacha. He didn't go, let's see what he's trying to get to. Ella, the kishe koise viamin, apal pisha shako malachta bismoil, dinoi kishar kol odom, behind the time of the dashino kshatim of sata maxi viamin, ap kshir viamin, benimsa the hanocha tehe bismoil. Now, I don't want to read, it, the reading is, is a little complicated, so I'm going to explain what he means over here. The tour brings from Rabbi Yechiel that if you do everything with your left hand, you're a lefty, please. But if you write with your right hand, then. You don't put the, then if you write with your right hand, then you consider it like a right. Let me ask you a question the other way. What if you write with your left hand? He didn't say what the halach is. He just said if everything is with the left hand, you're a lefty. If you don't do everything with your left hand, meaning if you write with your right hand, meaning you don't do everything again, the, 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 the contrast that he made was if you do everything with your left hand, you're a lefty. If you remove writing from that whole group of items that you do with your left hand, you're not a lefty anymore, right? Rather, you're writing with your right hand, you go with the, with the amin. So we understand it to mean the opposite would be true as well. If you would write with your left hand, even though you don't do anything else with your left hand, you're a lefty. But the Ba'ath said he didn't say that. He just said, if you don't write with your left hand, then you go with the right. But Zok the Ba'ath, what that means is that there's a default over here. Every person is considered right-handed until proven otherwise. Therefore, he says, even if you do everything with your left hand besides for writing, you consider it a writing. Let's say with your left hand you can write, but you can't do anything else, or most things you can't do, you're also considered a writing. The default is always to the right. The only time you consider the left is if I said, only if you do everything with your right hand, then you consider, with your left hand, then you consider it a lefty. If you do anything with your right hand, we always revert back to being right-handed, which means is that if you do some and some, if you do some and some, what are you going to be? A righty. If you write with your right hand and nothing else, you're a righty. If you do other things with your right hand, but you can't write, but you write with the left hand, you're also a righty according to the Bach. So it comes to the third sheet. The one hand, one sheet that holds, it's taloi, everything in, right of your kayak. You know, what, which arm is stronger? Which arm is weaker? One sheet of held in the Shulchan it depends which hand you write with. And then you have a third sheet of the Bach who holds, it's not uh, object, it depends. There's always, we're always slanted one way. We always are tilted to the side, and at first he's always considered a righty, unless he does everything with his left hand. So even if you only write with your right hand, you're a righty. Even if you cannot write with your right hand, but you do other things with your right hand, you're also a righty. The only time you consider a lefty is if you do everything with your left hand. Now, if you turn the page now, past the Arach HaShulchan, and you go to the Bira Allah, you'll see that 
It's not so conclusive, but he tries to give. He has a shtickle mahalach over here. To be our if you look at the Mishnah it's the second page of the Mishnah which on the top is called page seventy-four. And you look in the Bira Halacha, it's towards the bottom. It says the Ramaskal Bahakinog. Bahakinog. He writes as follows: I am Magen Aram Shakasa Dildei Azu, which is the second opinion. I feel I'm shared with two other Bixiva. Meniach b'smoil kol adam, af shashar kol ma'isav oisav b'smoil. That's the with being shared with two other. The ayin oicham shehevi das habach. He says you'll see that there's a bach that says shecholik b'sever. The dafkim koisiv b'yeminoi oshar kol ma'isav oisav b'smoiloi shebezeh nechshav kishol b'shtei adam avol and koisiv b'smoiloi oshar malachtoi oisav b'yeminoi. He writes with his left hand. Everything else he does with his right hand. Turn the page. Yaniyach b'smoil shekol adam. You still put on your left hand. Why? Because you consider it right. He says one second. We concern with this Bach. He says, Which means, we still only stay with the two absolute opinions, which means either Ksiva or Reif Kayak, which means we don't differentiate, we don't say that the right-handed guy is always favored. There's no difference. There's no, there's no help between the righty and the lefty, meaning if you write with one hand, either you go with Ksiva or you go with Reif Kayak, regardless of which way it goes. That's how the Mogan Avram passes. Which is the Malbim, which I mentioned, wrote on the beginning of Arachayim. He goes with the Bach HaLachos. You see, you can't just push away this opinion. Which means, I guess, he said, which means we went with the second day. He says, one second. You go with the second day, but then you see that some hold like the Bach. And the girl went with the first one. So, what are we going to do over here? We don't have a clear Halacha what to do. The lawyers in Klabos Aksivov, MK, and Mkaisiv, Biamin, Asham, Maisiv, Oisiv, Ismoil, Yaniyev, Biamin, according to the Grok. Ach, Mikomok, I'm going to be a little bit of an eighth of it. Mikomok, I'm near Laniyev's deity. The Nucha la Hamlet al Ha'ilam, the Noyagin Kalach. What is it? He says you can be Mamlet, which means you can be like Melet, uh, you can be Melamet Schos on the Oilam. What he means is that the Ramah didn't say, this is what you're supposed to do. It says, nohog. Nohog means, this is the minute. This is what people do. Which is a question if that's what the Ramah really meant. But that's the translation which you can see from the B'ar Lacha. means, if you look around, you'll see people go with Ksiva. Now, I don't know why the Ramah, maybe in his time, that was the minute. Today, I guess we already have the Mishnah we have the Arach we have all the different opinions. So we're confused again. We don't have a clear minute. But in the time of the Ramah, he says, Bahaki no. So the, the Bialocha says, why is it that that was the Minigayilam? I have a reason to explain that this is the reason why the Oilam went with the second opinion, which would mean that you should go with Ksiva. That's the determining factor in which arm to put on film. I hope that if you go with Hachinog, you're going to all the Shittas. Listen to what he says over here. Because I hold that if you do this, you could really be able to hold the sheet. It's the nearly. Again, Hachinog means you're going to put tefillin on the arm opposite the one that you write with. The second opinion of was you go with Ksiva. So Ksiva means you write with your right hand, you put tefillin on your left hand. Even though you use your left arm for all the other things. But since you write with your right hand, you put tefillin on the left hand. Because he said... If you do this, you could even be out to the first opinion. Why? Whether the Deir Rishayna say that you go with the arm which is stronger. 
Hani mili de biyad shekosev bo ein yochel lasis peulois haacheres. That is only when the arm that you write with, you only write with it, but you can't do anything else with that arm. Abo in baosay yad yochel gam ken lasis peulois haacheres. Rak shenokel lasis biyad hasheni mikrit shaylit b'shte yadav l'kul yalma kivan da biyad hasheni eni yochel lichtev klal. He says, let me ask you a question. A guy who can write with his right hand, and he does everything else with his left hand. So, he could write with his right hand. Let's say he would try throwing a ball with his right arm. He wouldn't be successful at all. He's totally uh, unable, he's totally disabled with his right arm. The pastor says, if somebody could write with one of his hands, he has some sort of ability to do other things with that hand as well. That, is that a fair assessment? That's what he seems to be saying to, to me. That anyone, if you can use your right hand for writing, obviously, even though you're considered, you would be considered a lefty for everything else, <coughs> but the passage says you have some strength in your right hand. You would be able to throw, <coughs> to catch, to eat. You have some sort of skill with your right arm as well. See, so he said, when did the Shulchan Aruch say that you go bust a right maisa and one hand is considered the weaker hand? Let's say for a regular person. A regular person does everything with one arm. The other arm he does nothing with, right? Or, I mean, it's always secondary. So there he said, you consider a righty entirely, or let's say a lefty entirely. But if somebody you see already is broken into, he uses both his arms. One he uses for roi maizim, one he uses for ksivim. There we should assume that the arm he can write with, he can also do some other things with. And if that's the case, he says, if you can also do some other things besides for writing, what does it come out? That you're at least considered shoylet pishtei which means we saw before, if somebody's ambidextrous, they use both arms. What's their status? You consider them a writer. So again, so if a person is writing with his right hand, he should certainly put fill on his left hand. Why? I my left hand is stronger. Maybe it's not Yadkeya. He says it is Yadkeya. You want to know why? Because we'll assume that if you can write with your right hand, you can also do it, unless a person knows Vala, he can't do anything. And therefore he says, you consider Shoyotbishte Yadav. It's not like I do everything with my left hand, I only do Ksiv with my right hand. No, if I do Ksiv with my right hand, the Pasha says I also do some other things with it as well. Maybe not as well as I can do it with my left hand, but I can also do other things. And therefore, he says, you'll be considered shoylet b'shayyadah. He only is solving the problem one way. Because what's going to happen is, if a person does ksiva with his right hand, he's saying, everybody would agree you should put fill on the left. Why? Because you shoylet b'shayyadah. But if a person writes with his left hand, if you'll make the chesh of the it's going to come out wrong. Why? Because let's say I write with my left hand. So we'll say, oh, my left hand, I don't only write with it. I probably could also do some other things. Okay, so what's going to happen? I'm a shayl b'shtei So if I'm a shayl b'shtei what's the halacha? I put fillin on my left hand. So you're not going to go with ksivim. It's, it's, the cheshman is not going to, I don't see how it's going to follow through for both sides. It's going to work for somebody who writes with his right hand. Again, the, the, the Ramah said, hachino. if somebody writes with his right hand, you should put fillin on his left arm. Why, says the b'shtei Because you can be to all the shikas. Because not only is your right hand used for writing, pashtas, it's also used for other things as well. That's, that's his question. So that only is true. It's used for other things as well. So you So that is true only if it's your right hand that we're talking about. So if it's your right hand, your shayl and you put film on the left. If you're writing with your left hand, right? So your shayl what's that going to mean? Shayl you might be going to put film on your left arm. But we're saying that your left arm you're writing with and you're doing other things with. So the left arm should be considered dominant. But the Mishra said you consider shayl So I'm not sure exactly what his cheshman is at the end. But basically, you see over here, that it's not so clear, 
even the Bihar Allah is not so clear what the halacha should be, which leaves open the option, basically, are we going to go with Siva? Are we going to go with Reuv Meisim? Or are we going to go with a third option that it depends if you're a righty or a lefty? Basically, you'll always be righty unless you do everything with your left arm, which is the opinion of the back. Now, there's just only one more point that I want to make over here, and that is that Alpi Kabbalah, there's another added dimension over here, which many, I believe, use also as a tziruf to, again, you see like the, like the back that's slanted, that we try to always keep people on considered righty unless we're forced otherwise. Why is that? If you turn back a page, you'll see, it's on page 74 again, that same page where we started to be Allah, you look, look up in the Shari Tshuva. He brings an interesting thing over here. Look in the Shari Tshuva. It's in Sifkat and Zion. He brings the following halacha, the following point. It's in the third line of the Shari Tshuva. First comes the Shulchan Aruch. Underneath the Shulchan Aruch, on the right side of the Shari Tshuva. He brings from the Sefer, B'Shalmei Tzibur Kosav V'Zel HaShoyneh U'Matsasi B'Sefer Zer Zahav L'Marit Tzemach I found the Sefer Zer Zahav from the Marit Tzemach Herech V'Hir B'Barayis he brings many proofs. which means someone who's a lefty. He says someone who's a lefty. He puts on film like everybody else. No such thing. No such thing as two types of thing. No such thing as two types of film. Everybody puts film on the left arm. Even someone who's a lefty also puts film on the left arm. I saw the Gemara says Yad puts film on the other way. You have to work that out. That, that we don't pass them like that opinion. I'm just saying that he has to figure this out. But upon him, Alpi Kavala, you see, he says, Shaloy Lashanis Seder HaElyon. Seder HaElyon obviously means that's upstairs somewhere. I don't know how that works. But there's a Seder HaElyon that somehow that the film is always supposed to be on your left arm, regardless of whether you're a righty or a lefty. Nothing to do with it. There's nothing to do with which arm is dominant, which arm you're right with. Film goes on the left. The truth is, the Gemara does say later that one of the reasons you put film on the left, and this you say if you say the, the uh, Shemicha before you put on film, you put on tefillin, keneged. Where is tefillin put? Keneged ha? Halev. Regardless of whether you're righty or lefty, your tefillin's always on the Do I have that correct? That the, the anatomy of every human being is such that your tefillin, that your heart is on the left side, right? You don't, uh, if you're right, if you're right, it doesn't make a difference. Your, tefillin, your, your heart is always on the left side. So tefillin, keneged halev. Listen, you can hide it that it means at the height it goes all the way across. If you tefillin be on your right arm, it's keneged halev like that, but... There is an idea also that connected alev should be adjacent to the heart immediately, which means that regardless of whether which arm is stronger, the film will always be on your left arm connected alev, and he seems to be going with that. He doesn't say that's the reason. He says shalot l'shanes, shalot l'shanes, seder elyon. So that brings us to the final point over here. If you look in the kafakayim, he brings the shari tshuva, and he says that for that reason there is a minig, there is a minig that even those that are lefties, and therefore you have. You're going to tell me you're going to go like the Shari Tshuva, everybody should put on their left arm. But the Gemara, like we, the, the simple reading of our Gemara is that there is a difference between the righty and the lefty. So you can't go against the Gemara, he says. So at the end of the day, if somebody's considered a lefty, based on what the rub is going to pass him for him, what's considered a lefty, he'll have to put on his right arm. But he says maybe after the evening, the person should switch and put on his left arm. And some people do that. Some people put on, you put on both, you put on just one. Just one. Some people who do things with both arms will switch and put the tefillin afterwards onto the other arm, meaning they'll wear by davening one way, and afterwards they'll switch to the other thing. Rav Moshe has a tshuva about this, actually, which I didn't bring, but it's a very, very long tshuva. Rav Moshe, it's a little bit of a, it could be a little uh, detailed and complicated, this issue. So Rav Moshe has a very, very long tshuva about this. So 
But one thing he mentions in the beginning, he mentions this idea of switching, actually, of, of putting tulin on both arms. His idea was not to put it on both arms after davening. He has a tzad, you should make a bracha, put on your tefillin, and then immediately switch. I guess that the bracha should go on both. You put on your shoyad, and then you make a bracha, put on your shoyad, your shoyosh, and then immediately switch your shoyad to the other way around. Ramosha says it doesn't make sense that should be matriach a person to do that. He's not nachas to this eight at all to put on both arms. But I have seen people, I know people who put on actually on, they do put on both. I know somebody had a tzad to put on both arms at the same time, which wasn't, uh, I remember someone sent such a shiloh, maybe he sent it to Rebbeim Kanievsky, I don't remember what, the, I, I couldn't remember what the answer was. But is there a reason, is there a reason why a person shouldn't be able to do that? They don't have a, what's a steer Menea Bay? You're saying if the Tzad have a Mokshat and Mokshatim, one is a Mokshat, one is a Mokshatim, and one is, and one is the Hanukkah. The Gemara says, the Kshir is Bimin, and Hanukkah is Bismos, it's one or the other. But Avapanim, there is such an answer to put on both. Again, if we didn't, I, I apologize, we didn't come out with such a clear maskana over here, but you see that there's basically, you see why there is a confusion about it, and why there actually are, Lahalacha, many different opinions about what we consider Yemen and what we consider Tzmah. Basically, the two main opinions are that we go with the hand that a person writes with. And again, like you say, that some people were forced to write with their right hand. We're not talking about it. So if somebody naturally writes with his right hand, it may be considered a, a righty in terms of stone just because of that. And then Fakert, some hold that it goes Basel Reb Dekayach. And again, this all comes back to the Gemara, which you see two opinions of where we learn out the, which arm is the arm to put on the film. The two Makaris, do you learn it out from Yad Keya? Or do you learn an ad from Mokshartam Mokshartam? That's it, Rebbe. That's it. I think we concluded the uh, film for now.